sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum bonus episode on the Golden Globes. I'm John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. Bonus. And and uh, I guess we're going to go into it. So we actually both watched the Golden Globes, or you watched most of it. Yeah, that's the important parts. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it's pretty boring. It was pretty boring. Yeah, I thought, I I have never watched the Golden Globes. I kind of expected it to be funnier. I, I thought Tina Fey and Amy Poehler would be out there more often, but they, it was, they're, in the beginning they had a long stay, but after that I was, everything was really brief. So I was surprised by that. Yeah, it was, I mean, I kind of, I don't know, I guess people want to see stars come up and, and, uh introduce the categories but i would have been fine with uh, amy puller and tina fey just introducing everything yeah because you know then it just gets into people reading teleprompters and it's never very funny or, or original um and uh some of the speeches were pretty terrible did you see yeah. jacqueline Bissett's speech that's uh, i saw some of it i walked away and i didn't know it would go so crazy but yeah that was bad yeah you probably walked away and came back 20 minutes later and it was still going <laughs> yeah i don't know what her problem was matthew mcconaughey obviously high when he was giving his speech but i liked his i didn't speech. mind I, that yeah I, I like him i like that he started off with his little catchphrase that everyone makes fun of him for yeah his uh days and confused oh is that what that's from the all right all right all right all right all right yep <laughs> um speaking of which well you know what actually do you want to do recommendations on on this one on this bonus mm-hmm. episode no, I do not. Okay, I was going to say, I watched that new show on HBO last night with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Oh, I didn't know it started. Yeah, it started last night, and uh, I I thought it was really good. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. So, anyway, that's that would have been my recommendation, but uh, you fucked me. So. What's well, a bonus episode? We're not supposed to have recommendations. I suppose that's true. It's verboten. I, yeah, I liked... Uh, I, I really liked Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, and uh, th- much better than Ricky Gervais. See, I I had seen clips of Ricky Gervais, but I never watched the whole thing. And he, I mean, the clips were funny, but these two were funny the whole time. I liked Amy Poehler playing Tina Fey's adult son. I liked, uh, yeah, I liked them. They're funny. Yeah, Amy. Oh, Poehler. and Tina Fey making fun of Michael Bay. Yeah, which I didn't get. I had to Viv explain that to me, but I guess it was uh, something about the uh, electronics show. Yeah, he so, came out, and there's something wrong with the font on the teleprompter, so he couldn't read his speech. And then the the host tried to let him like just like ask an open question, just let him talk, and he he just froze up and left the stage. What an asshole! <laughs> it's really it was really strange because you know I I mean obviously directors aren't public speakers but i don't know the guy opened it up just said this you know just made it so he could just talk and he just froze up it was weird well they should be good at public speaking they're they're fucking running entire movies yeah yeah i guess it's just a little different yeah i yeah i don't know i i, I think the problem was mike it was a uh, it was basically pushing the tv the new tv from samsung and michael bay is not he's, he's not into doing commercial things he'd rather you know stick to being an artist doing, doing his indie stuff yeah yeah so he probably felt like a bit of a sellout and was 
Yeah, I mean, just like his, uh, just like his boy Shia LaBeouf. I guess he, he said he's given up on uh, social media. Oh, I thought he was just giving up on life. I thought he was retiring from life altogether. I didn't know it was just social media. I think it's just social media. I think he's just going to do his art projects uh, just for himself now, you know. It's going to be one of those things. And then after he dies, I'm sure it'll be released to the world and everybody will uh, be in awe of what he's accomplished. Dude, are you hearing some weird feedback? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Let me uh, adjust my microphone. All right. No, still there? Yeah, it's still... Why don't we try to hang up and call back? All right. Uh, this is getting off to a great start. All right. Uh, we will hang up and call back. Just a minute, folks. All right, we're back. So, uh, anyway, I forget what we were talking about. Um, Must not have been important. Nope. Just like most things. Uh, yeah, we should mention... Just like the Golden Globes. Just not important at all. Uh, if you're if you're just listening for the first time, we, we are in no way qualified to talk about pop culture or the golden globes or celebrity uh, but we like to but we do we'd like to inflict ourselves upon you and uh go and, and start other. your own podcast if you if you got a problem with it or write us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com or guest our, on our show yeah we are going to have a uh, a fan come on as a guest soon uh so we'll see how that goes um should be exciting yeah i'm Popping a bee just thinking about it. I wish you wouldn't do that to bees because they're 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 a part of nature. That's well, you know they're they are all dying, and now you know why. You. I can't stop popping them. The uh, you want to get into the uh, the category? So we made our predictions on our last episode, and we both I think we both did equally well with our predictions. Yeah, yeah, not that, not not as terrible as I expected. Yeah, there were a few surprises, but um, but let's let's get into the uh, the winners. So I'll, I'll go first with uh, best Mo- motion picture drama, Twelve Years a Slave, which we both predicted. Yeah, and that was. Uh, I liked I liked the speech. Wasn't anything bad. Oh yeah, from from uh, Steve McQueen, director. Yeah. I, one of the things I, I for a long time I didn't watch award shows, not for any reason. But one of the things I do like about award shows is the seeing that the people who work together on a movie or TV show kind of kind of hanging out and having fun. That's neat. Yeah, you see that at the Golden Globes more than any of the other ones. I think like the Oscars and stuff. There, I guess they sit together, but you don't really. At the Golden Globes, they're all drinking and shit. So yeah, they're all sitting around the same table, kind of like at a wedding. Yeah. Yeah, so that's nice. Um, neither of us has seen Twelve Years a Slave. Well, it seems like kind of a bummer to me. Yeah, it doesn't look like something you'll leave with a smile, unless you're weird. Yeah, uh, unless you're a, a Republican. The so yeah, I, that I was expecting that one, although it didn't win a lot of awards the rest of the night. So I was wondering um, near the end. You want to go for the next category? Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama, Kate Blanchett, Blue Jasmine. Uh, that was your prediction, right? Yep, that was my prediction. Based on nothing, uh, except that I'd read she was good in it. And you picked Sandra Bullock. Uh, Based on nothing. Yeah. And I was wrong. So that just shows how nothing gets you nothing. Or, or some... gets you something, in my case. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Uh, she was. Her speech was funny too. She was drunk and it showed. And she had that weird line about someone giving her vodka like people gave uh, 
Judy Garland barbiturates. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, but I don't really know how she's trying to blame other people for her drinking vodka. But, uh, <laughs> but there's just a whole Judy Garland comment coming out of nowhere. Yeah. It, I mean, at least she admitted she was drunk. I know when and she we... wasn't pretending like Emma Thompson wasn't her little thing. Yeah, no. Although Emma Thompson pretending was still funny. Oh, it was. And she's awesome. But... Um, well, yeah. And I, I, I imagine once they start giving Golden Globes for podcasts, when we, when we go up and win, we'll be drunk as well. So I can't. I can't hold that against her. Oh, we won't be surprised. No, we won't be surprised. We'll pretend to be surprised. You will. I'll be. I'll be like, oh, I, I knew. Well, of course, I won't be able to speak. You'll be the one who has to talk because you can only pick one person. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll write a whole speech, but I'll the the beginning of my written speech will be I didn't prepare a speech. <laughs> As you read it from a piece of paper. Um, best actor in a motion picture drama. Uh, neither one of us predicted. Matthew McConaughey, Dallas Buyers Club, won. Um, and he gave a good uh, stone speech. Yeah, fun. I, I, uh, I like Matthew McConaughey. I liked, I liked him when he was doing kind of bad stuff. Not not bad, but kind of... Oh, he did bad stuff, man. Well, however you want to put it, but I like it. I like him better now that he's doing more artistic stuff. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean... He's He's fun and he's very charming and fun in movies. So it's 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 neat that he's he's branching out to this other kind of movie where it's getting awards and serious critical acclaim. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, he'll never top uh, playing Bongo's Naked, but what is that from? That was from his personal life. I think the cops oh, okay. came and busted him. <laughs> uh, was that me? Okay, you go next. Best motion picture, comedy or musical, American Hustle, which I think I... you picked. I did pick that, and uh, you picked something else. I picked The Wolf of Wall Street. I assumed uh, Scorsese would get something, which he kind of did, uh, but but not for best motion picture. So I kind of I actually want to see all five of these movies: American Hustle, Her, Inside Lewin Davis, Nebraska, and The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I not only, I mean I want to see pretty much everything, but I don't always want to. I don't always end up doing it, but I really really want to see these five. They they all look great. So I'm looking forward to all of them. I don't think any of them will dis- be disappointing either. They don't, you know, The Wolf of Wall Street, I might wait till DVD because it's like three hours long. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's weird that these were all for comedy. Um, yeah, well, that is, that is. I don't know why they do that. But if they're going to have a comedy selection, make it actual comedies. These really don't, maybe Inside Lewin, Lewin Davis is, I don't know. I, well, the, I don't, the Coen I mean, brothers always have comedic elements to their things but i wouldn't consider any of them comedies even well i guess raising arizona but yeah it's just i i american hustle i guess is being sold as a comedy so that works apparently the studios pick where they're going to be listed so well yeah probably none of them wanted to go up against 12 years a slave no that's true but although gravity could have been easily in the comedy uh, section oh yeah it was pretty funny um there, there's nothing funnier than people going through explosive decompression. Spoiler alert. Everybody's seen Gravity by now. Except me. Best actress in a motion picture, musical or comedy, which there aren't any musicals. I don't even know why they do musical or comedy. They don't make musicals anymore. This isn't 1951. But uh, Amy Adams won, who was my pick, I believe. And yes. you chose Meryl Streep. Um, and I was wrong, like a loser. Well, I mean, I think you're being a little hard on yourself. Well, no, you did say like a loser, so you're not not really a loser. You just 
you share some qualities with losers. Similar to, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I didn't think Julie Delpy would win. Um, Francis Hall was supposed to be good. Enough said with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Um, I, I don't think. I've, I haven't heard enough good things about it. Like, it wasn't a big movie, so. I like the Julie Dreyfus TV movie gag that ran throughout the episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, when, throughout the show. When she was at first sitting with the uh, with the movie people, and then she moved over to the TV people. And, and Yeah, and they had her just smoking an electric cigarette and wearing sunglasses and eating a hot dog with the TV people. Just, it was stupid but funny. Yeah. Now, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey did a, did a good job. They're obviously friends with her because they've done stuff with her at award shows before. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, all right. What do we got next? Best actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Leonardo DiCaprio, The Wolf of Wall Street. Your pick. My pick. Right. I picked... So I'm the uh, winner. Yeah, I picked Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I, think, I, I think we got a better speech out of Leo. I guess so. I, I only vaguely remember it. Oh, I just I just don't think Joaquin Phoenix would do a good speech. No, he'd be incoherent, um, talking about frogs in his hair and shit. We, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, I, I don't know. All I heard coming out of his mouth was, bam, 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 bam. I'm 12 years old, and I'm getting the award. I didn't hear that, but I know that's how, how you think of him. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, well, good for him. I think this is the first time he's won something, so. I don't, his speech was nice. He, he credited everybody else on the list and he, by name, unlike McConaughey who kind of got confused about how to say the black, black people's names. <laughs> did you notice that? I did. Yeah. With that. Mr. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Redford. And who, who was the other, uh, Mr. Redford and Mr. Hanks. And he gets to, the, he got, he got through Idris Elba and then he just gave up on the guy from 12 years a slave. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but it, no, but uh, DiCaprio was it was nice with if you need to if you want to watch acting watch Bruce Stern I thought that was really nice. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I'm hearing echo. Okay, it's it seems to be better. Um. Damn, are you hearing it? No. Okay. Well, you know what, people, it's a bonus episode, so deal with it. Uh, next was best animated feature, and you picked that Frozen. I picked Despicable Me too. I don't know anything about any of them because uh, I'm not ten. But I knew uh, Frozen has Veronica Mars in it, so. Oh no and, shit! Yeah, and Despicable Me too has um, Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who the Croods has. Yeah, I don't even know what the Croods is. It's a caveman movie. Oh yeah, well, that was destined to lose. There was a commercial during the Golden Globes from the Muppet movie where they were complaining about not getting nominated for any Golden Globe awards. I saw it. That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good takedown on on uh, movies using Twitter Twitter people as as ads. I'm looking forward to the new Muppets movie, even though I haven't seen the last Muppets movie yet. Oh, it was fun. Uh, this one looks good, so we'll see. It doesn't have Jason Segel, so uh, I don't know. Just, oh, he's not comment. involved? He was so no. like in love with the Muppets and shit. Yeah, I don't know what happened, why he's not involved, but he's not. The guy from Play of the Concords is involved, which is the important part. Yeah, well, he won the Oscar for Best Song, I think, for the Muppets last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, next. Okay, you go next. Best Foreign Language Film, The Great Beauty, which neither of us neither picked. Neither of us picked. Uh, and it turned out the movie I picked was animated. Yeah, I know. It was a it was like no a idea. Miyazaki movie. I don't think it was him, but it was from that. I think it was a Studio Ghibli Studio, thing. Yeah, yeah. 
that's what it looked like anyway. Um, yeah, the great beauty. I actually on Facebook, I belong to this like um, cinephile uh, club, whatever you call them on Facebook page, and uh, somebody was raving about the great beauty just today. So maybe I'll, I'll have to check that out. I just thought blue is the warmest color because it it got so much press, but I think it was just for all the graphic sex stuff. So, and I know Criterion's releasing it. Um, all right, yeah, who cares? I'll I'll check out the Great Beauty. Why not? Best yeah. Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture, uh, which I assume did do they mix drama and comedy then for supporting actress? They must, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jennifer Lawrence won. We both picked her. Uh, I read a lot of shit online today about people saying uh, Lupita Nyong'o from yeah, 12, 12 Years a Slave should have won. So uh, there's a lot of a lot of people were pissed about that. But I think there's um, Jennifer Lawrence blowback. People are sick of her, and they're sick of her being so well liked. But also, people wanted Lupita Nyong'o to win. But I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I, I'm not sick of Jennifer Lawrence because I don't really like go on celebrity websites or or watch you know Entertainment Tonight or whatever the hell the shows are. So um, I don't hear a lot about her. She seems cool whenever I see her, but but I can understand it. I mean, it's the same thing that happened with Anne Hathaway, except that Anne Hathaway is very seemed very fake with all. Yeah, her I think and Anne Hathaway started off unlikable. But I don't think Jennifer Lawrence started off that way. So yeah, no, she seems more genuine. So, whatever, get over it, people. Lupita Nyong'o will have have more years to to win something, hopefully. And she might win an Oscar. So don't that's true. Very true. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure at some point within the next five years, they will write a role for a black woman uh, that's not a Tyler Perry movie. So uh, give her some time. Is Although that, there is there is talk of Tyler Perry just making all movies, which I mean we can only hope comes to pass. I'm not I'm not I'm not buying his Star Wars as much. Well, maybe, but you know, I think I think there's a a real Medea the Hut. There's a real isn't she? I mean, she's basically already Jabba the Hut. Um, I I don't even know what I'm talking about because I've never seen any of those movies. They're a little too family friendly for me. And I, I do find never it... seen Return of the Jedi. Oh, did he do that one? Yeah. Well, Jabba uh, was in that one. Oh yeah. Well, no, I did see that. I mean, oh, okay. I checked oh, out after that. You, you haven't seen any of Tyler Perry's movies. No, I checked out after the uh, Princess Leia in a bikini scene, which was I think was probably for the best, um, because after that I think it was the beginning of George Lucas's downfall. Uh, wait, what were we talking about? Tyler Perry? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I do find it weird that, uh, a dude... Morals for black women. Yeah, well, I, I find it strange that a guy who's so obviously gay, uh, is so beloved by elderly black church women, but... Is he gay? I did not know that. I don't know. He hasn't admitted it, but, uh, I, I don't know. My gaydar is pretty bad, and I'm picking up on it, so I think he okay. must be... <laughs> All right, uh, you're up next. Supporting actor in a motion picture. Jared Leto, Dallas Buyers Club. Your choice. I pick. You pick uh, Fassbender. Yeah. Who is who is a uh, uh, darling of the critics. So it was, a, it was a fair pick. But yeah, I'd heard a lot about Jared Leto in this. So 
Uh, him and McConaughey won for this. Another one seems like kind of a downer. Probably not as much of a downer as uh, 12 Years a Slave. But yeah, I, a bit of a downer. I, uh, I don't know. I heard mixed things about it, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm not rushing out to see it anytime soon. I'll probably, if it comes on streaming, I'll watch it. Um, I don't know that I would necessarily get it from Netflix or anything. Uh, best director, well, Hollywood doesn't do well with AIDS movies in general, I find. Um, but maybe it's it's far enough along now that it, it is. One of the criticisms about this as an AIDS movie is the fact that the, the characters are, are straight. Well, I mean, I, I kind of get that, but straight people do get AIDS. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we, we already had Philadelphia and Angels in America and stuff. Um, calm down, gays. Yeah, Philadelphia just came out, what, last year? I think so. Denzel! Uh, best director motion picture. Uh, Alfonso Cuaron, Gravity, who was my pick. And you, Good choice. You picked who? David O. Russell. I think I picked Stephen McQueen. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and he had a good speech too. Yeah, and uh, it was remarked on the the cartoon blog that I read sometimes that he specifically thanked the the animators, which was pretty cool of him. Oh, nice. Yeah, it, he was short and funny, so that's all you can ask for. In yeah, this. he was funny. He had, his speech was obviously prepared. He had that herpes joke, which was yeah. good. And he was, yeah, it was a good speech. It was interesting watching the show, seeing who didn't show up. Like, George Clooney wasn't there. No, but he and, wasn't uh, nominated for anything either. That's true. But um, he, yeah, he some... could have gone to support. He's probably, I know he's working on a new movie, so. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's his name? James Spader wasn't there. Or wasn't on camera, at least. And he was nominated. So it's, it's just funny who shows up and who doesn't. Yeah, well, James, James Spader probably uh, sitting in his uh, in his dungeon contemplating his next move. Dude seems like a weirdo to me. I know oh, he play, plays weirdos. I don't know what he's like in real life. He does. Um, I think Viv and I were talking about it. She said she prefers him when he does comedy because he's very good at the deadpan stuff. But then... Creepy seems like a little too close to his own personality. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. You know, I did not know that he was a mannequin. I, I guess I hadn't seen mannequin. I, I, I'm sure I saw it when I was a kid. But anyway, it was on HBO or one of those uh, movie channels the other day. And I was just watching. I was, I was shocked to see him in it. I didn't know. His, I think I saw it when it came out. Um, I remember Kim Cattrall and a dude from Designing Women. That's it. Andrew McCarthy is the... Oh, and, yeah. Never remember that dude. And, uh, well, um, Spader played the like the evil manager who wants to get rid of Andrew McCarthy's character. Andrew McCarthy was a weird actor. Like, a lot of actors are, I think, kind of blank people in real life, but he was even blank when he was acting, so... <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened to him. He just kind of disappeared. The... Next, oh, you. I, I think it's you. Next, best screenplay, motion picture, Spike Jones for her, my choice, and you pick. I picked oh, American picked, Hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, it makes sense knowing Spike Jones that he'd win for best screenplay. And it's supposed to be good. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, me too. I've heard I've heard good things, and it hasn't been like uh, promoted or marketed to death, which is always nice. Starting though, it's been commercials on TV a lot lately, so you might not be able to say that in a month. 
I know it kind of bums me out because I don't, I mean, I kind of get the gist of what it's about. And I had been working on a short story about a dude who falls in love with his cell phone. <laughs> I got a hundred percent serious. And I saw this, I'm like, God damn it. Now I, I have to, you know, shelve this thing, but you could still do it. No, no, I shan't. I refuse. Spike Jones stealing my ideas again, uh, before I have them. Best original score we're not doing. Uh, best original song we're not doing. Although I, I did like um, the best original score guy going up and talking about being on the boat with. The, I don't even know who he was P. talking Diddy. to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was really funny. Yeah. P Diddy was a little too in the mix with his shit. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I, well, I think he was ready to go in the background, but when that when, when uh, Alex Ebert brought the whole thing up, he wanted to be in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about him. I was glad that. Bono didn't give a 25-minute speech about uh, winning. Well, how, how awesome was Amy Poehler sitting on Bono's lap? That was great. She's kissing him. and um, <laughs> He was massaging her back, and then they made out when she won. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I give I have to give Bono props for, for that and for uh, not being a, a total douche during <laughs> his speech, which I was fully expecting. Um Who's who's up? Me or you? Best TV series, drama, Breaking Bad, your choice. I pay. I knew there was really no way yeah, it wasn't going to win. I kind of agreed, but I just wanted to go, you know, just have a contrary vote. But it was pretty clear with their last year and everything, it was going to win. Yeah, House of Cards would have won, I think, had Breaking Bad not been uh, one of the categories. Because I don't, I don't think anything else was as good as that on the list. Although I haven't seen The Good Wife. Um, um the. The speech was fun. The Vince Gilligan and having the the guy from the show go up and do his little catchphrase that was neat. Oh yeah, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse. Um, best actress in a TV series drama, Robin Wright. I think your pick for House of Cards. Yep. I chose Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black, who I think did a much better job, but it's not as well known a show. And uh, Robin Wright showed a little side boob during her speech. Oh, did she? Yeah, and she had to run like five. I mean, everybody had to go far to get to the stage. Everybody but she except ran. Leo, who was right up front. Yeah, everybody yeah, else. Yeah, but she ran the whole way. So when she got on stage, she was out of breath, which was funny. And I always think of Sean Penn when I think of her, and they have not been married for a long time. Or, no. Or were they, they were married at one point, right? Yeah, Robin Wright okay. Penn. Yeah. And she's from Princess Bride. That's yeah. The same. Yep. She looks different. Well, and uh, I don't know, 25 years. I think Princess Bride came out last year. Oh, right. That Peter Falk's last role. That in Philadelphia. A double feature. Best actor in a TV series drama. Uh, Brian Cranston, Breaking Bad, my pick. I knew it was going to happen. And you picked Kevin Spacey once again going with, uh, with House of Cards. Good choice. I mean, good speech. I like this speech. Yeah, it wasn't anything special, but it was. I enjoyed it. I like. I like him. I liked him before Breaking Bad, and I like him after. I, I look forward to see what he does next. I hope it's something ridiculous because that's he goes all over the place, so it's neat. Yeah, I mean, he was awesome on Seinfeld. He was even good on Malcolm in the Middle. You know, not, yeah, not a great show, but he was really good on it. I, I think that show is better than it. It's made out to be. It's a pretty good show. It's not great, but it's 
it's one it's of those that I would always watch when it was on, but I didn't necessarily laugh at it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Some episodes I'd laugh, some episodes I didn't. It was a show back at that time. I still watched The Simpsons religiously, and I think they aired it after The Simpsons, so I would just leave the TV on. Yeah, yeah, same here. And I think that's the same thing that happened with Arrested Development. And Arrested Development was a much better show, but that, the only reason I watched it was because it was on Sunday night. Yeah, well, no, Brian Cranston's awesome, and, and he was really good on Malcolm in the Middle. He, he was very yeah. good at playing the frantic spastic yeah, yeah. dude um well i and mean he could pretty been, much do anything when you watch breaking bad you'll you'll be like wow he's yeah he's had a couple cameos in movies and done a good a good job in his role like he was in drive and he was fine that's so a terrible movie i hated that but he was good in it no he was good best tv series musical or comedy brooklyn 99 with a shocker surprise i mean i'm i have no problem with it winning um because I would I, rather Parks and Rec won, but no, I'm I'm glad it won. Yeah, no, it it had to be Parks and Rec or that for me, uh, and I would have been happy. Um, but yeah, no, it is surprising. I mean, it is the writers from Parks and Rec are do Brooklyn Nine Nine, so it's almost yeah. like Parks and Rec won. And the, that was one of those cases where I was talking about earlier, where it was neat to see the the cast together. That that cast. It looked like they were really genuinely excited. So yeah, yeah, no, it was really cool, and uh, and like you said, a kind of a shock for uh, it hasn't even been on a whole season yet. Yeah, but um, but I'm I'm totally cool with it. We've talked about the show before. We both, I think, I recommended it once. We both really like it. So and it was fun to see Moe's in the background. Oh, I didn't even notice. Is Michael he, Schur. He's a writer. Uh, Creator. He's the co-creator with the guy who gave the speech, and he played Moe's in the office. And, and he's had, really, really funny. Did he have a beard? No. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if I've seen him without a beard. So he uh, The speech was funny, too, where he says, I, I dropped out of medical school to become a comedy writer. This is much better than saving lives. Oh, that was him. Okay, awesome. No, 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 that was that was uh, the other creator. Oh, the other guy, okay. Dan Gore. Michael Schur is the guy that played uh, Moe's. Um, I think it's you. Best actress in a TV series, musical, or comedy? Amy Poehler, Parks and Recreation. Both that of our picks. Yes. Yeah, we picked her just because we wanted her to win, but I was really glad she did. Me too. Because I kind of thought, I mean, that's a tough category with Zoe Deschanel, Lena Dunham, Edie Falco, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Um, so it was, it was surprising that she won, and she was a very gracious winner. Yeah, and she was, seemed genuinely surprised, but I was I was kind of disappointed by her speech because I was hoping she'd have a, like a speech written. Because she's awesome, so I just. But no, she was she was genuinely surprised and just kind of word vomited. Well, that was the theme of the night with the speeches yeah. was word vomit. Um, really, I, I guess it just goes to show you you should prepare something even if you think you're going to lose, um, or at least have something in the back of your mind to say. Yeah, I and I kind of I was like, well, maybe the writers for the Golden Globes would have a speech written for her, but that was stupid. I think her and Tina Fey were probably involved in a lot of the writing. Yeah, you're yeah. probably right. Um, best actor in a TV series, musical, or comedy, Andy Samberg, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Another shocker. Neither one of us predicted. We did mention him, but you know, I thought it was too early, and, and he kind of plays himself a bit. But uh, I think we both wanted Jason Bateman to win. Yeah, I would have liked that, but I'm fine with Andy but it's Samberg. It's fine. Yeah, no. he. It's a, it's a good show. I'm glad it's getting some uh, recognition. That's all. I on uh, a message board online. I said I'm I'm surprised it won, but I hope this brings their ratings up to guarantee another season. The fact that they won these awards, so they can, you know, extra advertising for it. Yeah. Is, are the ratings bad for the show? 
I don't know. I don't really know how that works. It's like some shows that seem to be popular, like Raising Hope, I thought was popular, but it seems like they're just burning episodes to get rid of it this year. So I don't know. Fox just seems weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got the worst lead in on TV, but then it is also before New Girl, which I, I think is a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it better it would be better if New Girl was in front of this and they could just get rid of the Mindy project. Or well, I, yeah, I was thinking Dads, get rid of Dads completely. Well, it seems like they refuse to, but at least make it a better hour. Yeah. I, yeah. I I I I still watch the Mindy project because sometimes it's funny, but it's so weird how the, the entire like they had like seven episodes in a row where there was a guest star. Yeah, it's like stunt casting yeah. is is always a sign of desperation it seems like. Um yeah, I think you're right. Like, if you put Dads and the Mindy Project in that hour and then do New Girl and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it would, I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine would be doing a lot better. And I could safely ignore Dads and the Mindy Project. Yep. I think uh, we're going to skip the uh, TV movie or miniseries stuff, right? Yeah, we didn't pick those. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah. Although I, I like that Elizabeth Moss won because I thought she was really good in Top of the Lake. Oh, you did watch that? Is that a TV movie? It was a miniseries. What channel was that on? I don't. I think it was on like IFC or something. I watched it. Uh, it was on Netflix or Amazon streaming. One of those. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So that's it. Oh no no. Yeah, that's it. No, I don't. No, it's not. Oh, a supporting actress and yeah. actor. Yeah. Best supporting actress in a series, miniseries, or TV movie. Jacqueline Bassett, Dancing on the Edge, with her crazy speech. The w- and horrible. I, I picked Hayden Panettiere, and you picked Sofia Vergara. Yeah. We're both. We were both way off. I, I, apparently she was as uh, surprised as we were, but uh, but that yeah that was painful to watch her up there. Um, and best supporting actor in a series, miniseries, or TV movie, uh, John Voight. Another shocker for Ray Donovan. I'm surprised anybody likes him because of his politics, you know, in Hollywood. Although oh, I didn't know he had he had any kind of. So he's he's a righty. Yeah, he's a he's a righty. Uh, I, yeah, I picked Aaron Paul, and you picked Josh Charles. Um, I don't know what Ray Donovan is. I think it's a Showtime series, Viv told me. It's pretty about. good. It's uh, uh, Lee, Lee Schreiber plays a fixer that, whose dad was a, a mobster, and his, he sent his dad to jail to protect his family, and his dad got out, and his dad's played by John Voight. It's pretty good. I've watched like half the first season, and it's not bad. And John Voight's good in it? Yeah. Yeah, he's, it's, I don't think the, the choice is undeserving. All right. Well, yeah, it was, I mean, it's pretty dull, but that's why you DVR these things. Yeah. I was a little bit uncomfortable with the Woody Allen stuff. I, I just, yeah, he's, he's a creep. So yeah, I no, I was too. And I thought Diane Keaton seemed kind of weird up there. Yeah. I, I like her. I so do too. It, it made me a little sad that he's, I mean, the guy's a pedophile or a child molester or however you want to put it. And he's getting all this praise. It's eh, whatever. I mean, I, it's not, I, I think I'd have less problem if he went to jail and got out. I think, uh, when I think of Woody Allen now, I, I just want to think of, uh, Rick Moranis as Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah. Rick Moranis is like the opposite of Woody Allen. Yeah, well, exactly. That's why. (laughs) No, I haven't seen... I mean, I've never been a big Woody Allen fan. um, Although I I can appreciate some of the stuff he's done. um, But it's... A lot of it's not for me. And I haven't seen a movie since... uh, I think I saw Matchpoint 
was the last one I saw. Although I kind of want to see this this new one because you know the the Kate Blanchett one for um, because it's got Louis C.K. and and well, it's also got Andrew Dice Clay. But um, <laughs> I, I but it I, takes place in San Francisco. I know so. I don't. Uh, mind his movies, but I haven't seen one in a long time. I'm usually uncomfortable going to theater to see them just because I feel like I'm supporting a creep. But I don't know. I feel the same way about Roman Polanski. Yeah, no, same here. Well, I haven't. I don't think has Roman Polanski. Oh, he did do that. What the the pianist or something or the piano, the pianist. Yeah, he did that, and I think after that he did some a, a spy thrill with Ewan McGregor. Ah. Uh. And I think the last movie, Woody Allen movie I saw in the theater was Sweet and Low Down. So that was a long time ago. Oh, yeah, Sean. That was 90s, right? Yeah. Or and, early uh, 2000s, yeah. Uh, and it was good. It just, it just just feel a little creeped out. Yeah. Well, and, Sweet and Low Down was kind of based on Django Reinhardt, right? Well, not based on. He was he was a character in it. Oh, okay. Uh, Sean Perrin's character was obsessed with Django Reinhardt. Oh, and okay. I think that's... I did like it because... The music is awesome. Django Reinhardt is, is incredible. That's my recommendation. Your recommendation is, I recommend everyone go get Django Reinhardt CDs and listen to them. Yep, I'll second that. All right, well... Uh, Do you have another recommendation? No. Didn't I already recommend something? I can't oh, remember. right, the new Matthew McConaughey show on HBO. Yeah. Matt, oh, you could say the new Woody Harrelson show. I could, but... <laughs> Woody Harrelson probably doesn't even remember that he's in it. Actually, that's it's kind of strange. They got two big old stoners in the lead. Yeah. They, <laughs> they both did a really good job, um, and and it shows them like at different points, like when they're working together in the mid '90s and then present day, and they you know they look and act differently. It's it's pretty oh, impressive. Looking, yeah. I just from the commercial, I was looking forward to it. I didn't know it was premiering so soon. It, I'm surprised they didn't have a commercial during the show last night to advertise for it. They don't show commercials for HBO shows on network. They don't. Oh, HBO. I guess HBO doesn't bother paying for it. They figure. Yeah, they already they're already getting their money from su- subscribers. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah, that was the Golden Globes. Uh, if you didn't see it, you didn't really miss much. I no. Mean, I, I I always watch the award shows and I'm always disappointed by them, but that's that's why, like I said, I've taken to just uh, DVRing them. See, I had such a low threshold. I, the only award show I've ever watched are the Oscars, and I do enjoy that just just to see the movie people up there. And I just had such a low threshold for how I would enjoy this show that I enjoyed it because it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. And I was thinking I've never watched the Emmys, so maybe the show watch the Emmys to see what that's like. Yeah, we we should do an Emmys one and an and an Oscars one. Have you uh, ever watched the Emmys? Oh yeah, I always watch the Emmys. They're it's pretty boring too. Yeah, I I I just I like TV I like TV shows and I like TV people, but I I just never had any and I still don't, but I'll probably watch it to see what it's like. Any interest in watching the Emmys? It seemed like the most boring of all the aside from the Grammys, which I have even less interest in. No, watching. I will never watch the Grammys. Um. Yeah, well, the Emmys, I don't know. I To me, the Oscars are the most boring. That's the only one I've ever watched. Yeah. I think the Oscars are exciting because they it's always a big deal. Who's going to host this year? Like, the other shows, it's like, well, now the Golden Globes have kind of gotten that with Gervais and Amy Poehler. But before, it was like, who? nobody really cared about who the host of the Golden Globes was. Yeah. The Oscars is always a big, it's still a big deal. I don't know who's going to do it this year, but it's, I'm sure it's a big deal. But they've, Just, they've I, mostly I, been I know pretty be terrible. The hosts yeah, of the Oscars. It's, it's absolutely true, but it's still a big deal. Like even when you get John Stewart, who's good, um, you know the the jokes are 
or for an audience of a billion people or whatever. So they. It, That's why my favorite Oscars host ever is David Letterman. David Letterman. That was he was the best Oscars host, and he got so much shit for it, but uh, he was hilarious. And that's because they mostly did stuff from Cabin Boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was like personally made for us, the Chris Elliott fans. Oh, there's there's my other recommendation, Uh, Action Family, which I had just found out about, which is a Chris Elliott show, a a one-off show they showed on Cinemax, I think, in 1986. So that wasn't on those tapes. I don't think so. I don't remember it at all. This is the first time I remember seeing it. Do you remember watching the FDR one man special? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm not that crazy. And, and you can find it on YouTube action family. And it's basically, uh, (laughs) when, when he's inside the house with his family, it's a sitcom. And then when he goes outside, he's a cop. It's a, like a cop drama. Like a seventies cop. Yeah. Boring show. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's fucking bizarre. It's pretty dark. And there's one hilarious, scene where, that I was cracking up at where uh, Bob Elliott plays his father as a hot dog salesman <laughs> and they get into a fight. And a very obvious stand-in for Bob Elliott during the fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's my other recommendation. Yeah, I mean, I feel weird recommending that new uh, Matthew McConaughey, Woody Harrelson show after just one episode, but it seemed really good. So, And I can't imagine it's going to turn to total shit uh, after that, but... We'll see. Yeah, well, HBO shows are usually pretty solid, so... Yeah, except for uh, Entourage and Sex in the City. <laughs> I mean, nothing's ever going to beat Dream On. <laughs> was that HBO? Yep. <laughs> they also showed it on Fox, right? It was one. Yeah, of they shows. showed it like late night on Fox after yeah, a while. Yeah, it's just yeah. like Showtime. The Gary Shanley Gary show Sandler. started on Showtime, and then they brought it on the Fox. Yeah, yeah. I never really enjoyed It's Gary Shandling show that much. Oh, I did. I but the Larry Sanders show I thought was genius. I I I I've seen Gary Shandling in in dramatic roles, but I have not seen him do any comedy. Yeah, it's weird. It's funny. It's like that generation of comedians kind of did their bit and they retired, and the previous generation just worked until they were, you know, Carl Reiner's still getting roles. Yeah. So it's, it's funny how different. Bob Hope's still getting rolled, and he's dead. <laughs> I think he's the host for this year's Oscars. Oh, let's having hope. A, a hologram. That I there was I forget if it was uh, it was in Living Color or if it was a, a that Eddie Murphy special they had. But w- one of my favorite bits ever is the Keep Hope Alive, where it was in the future and Jesse Jackson was running for president, and they took Keep Hope Alive literally and they froze Bob Hope's brain. If only they had actually done that. Think of. Think of the years of uh, comedic brilliance we'd have ahead of us. Instead, you know, we're stuck with... uh, Modern Family. Yeah, Louis C.K. The Kroll Show. Have you seen The Kroll Show? No, I don't know what that is. Nick Kroll? He's he's pretty funny. Oh, Nick Kroll, yeah. I haven't seen that. The first episode was filmed in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, it's... It's it's a sketch show. I've actually only seen the first episode, but they did a really good uh, parody of uh, Degrassi Junior High. <laughs> I did watch the am- animation domination HD. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I didn't see Axe Cop. I saw a couple other shows. The Lucas Brothers Moving Company. That was pretty funny. And there's some show where is that I, the two black dudes? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. Was actually not bad. You didn't see the High School USA one, whatever the hell it's called. 
No, I didn't see that. Oh, terrible. Okay. I did see that there was like some demon that got like it was it seemed like a family guy kind of idea where there's a demon that or some kind of creature from another dimension that ended up in a in a household in like modern times and the, did you do you know what I'm talking about? Nope, haven't seen it. Oh, uh, it was mediocre. Yeah. But I really really like Lucas Brothers. It was hilarious. They had Jake the Snake Roberts helping them cuz they <laughs> funny stuff. Yeah, I saw part of an episode of that and it seemed it seemed pretty good. Uh so hopefully they'll get rid of that that high school one altogether. It's it's odd how that show is it seems like they have like 15 minute episodes of each show and they kind of mix them up. They don't have a block. Yeah, although I think they usually do Axe Cop, don't they? I I might have turned it on after Axe Cop was yeah. over. Yeah, anyway, that's well, that's a lot of uh pop culture references and recommendations. Yes, get on it episode. everyone. And tell us what you thought. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of, I'm done, I guess. Yeah, was... like us on Facebook, rate us highly on iTunes, and that's about it. Yeah, get on with your lives. You you need to live for something besides this podcast. It's kind of sad. Uh, I find it adorable. Do you find it adorbs? Indeeds. All right. Well then, until next time, everybody. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. What he does is really good, nuanced sounds. His fiance, easy for you to say, Doc. What he does is serious. Artistic party. Narcissistic party. Artistic party. Subject to fear in her hand
look, there goes our carny again. What a party. 